right. I'm check, recording. Check. Mic check. <laughs> Me too. I feel like we haven't done this in a while. I do too. My life has been insane. <laughs> it might be true. Yeah. Welcome to wedding season. <laughs> um, hey guys, welcome to Winging It, the West Wing podcast. My name is Andrea. And I'm Sally. And today we are going to talk about season six, episode 18, huh. La Palabra. Woohoo! I know. <laughs> Crazy. It, feel, it feels like we've been podcasting since the beginning of time. It does. But Tell at the same time, it feels like it's gone so fast. Time. Like every time we talk about what episode we're on, I'm like, wait, what? Uh, we are almost at season seven. Yeah, we I are. don't need. We really I don't are. know. I don't know if I can start season seven on time because it's like when I was finishing watching 30 Rock, I didn't watch the finale until, I mean, I I procrastinated that hardcore and that's kind of how I feel about season seven. Yeah. Exactly. I agree. I I agree. I need more time to process it, but it'll also give us time to talk about our, our follow-up podcast and what that will be. Oh yeah. Yeah. So many ideas. So many. Okay. Let us uh, sing. Shall we (laughs) sing? Absolutely, let's sing. <clears throat> okay. Da, 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 Sure, why not? <laughs> I'll edit it later. Um, okay, let's. Do you want to do a TikTok for us? Yeah, let's for do those a TikTok. Who rewatched it. There's a lot going yeah, on. Why not? <laughs> we um, said it like it's a new idea. Let's do a TikTok. <laughs> uh, so in this episode, we are Santos. The Santos campaign is in California. They're not doing so hot. They're in third place in a three-man race, pretty much everywhere. Super Tuesday's coming up. So sort of just trying to figure out how to do better, basically. There's some drama going on with Hoynes and Bingo Bob and whether they will campaign in California. It's just a lot of campaign stuff, uh, campaign games. So A lot of strategery. Yeah, a lot of strategery. Donna gets a promotion. Josh is definitely doubting himself, and we're dealing with that. There's a bill about illegal immigrants not being able to get driver's licenses in California and that's sort of putting Matt Santos in a weird position because he doesn't want to be the Latino candidate. The other guy's like, okay, but you are the Latino candidate. So there's just this dilemma (laughs) about that. And basically everything Mm -hmm. kind of sprouts out from that because it's all just revolving around all of these campaign antics. Uh, And then some stuff comes out about points and then some things happen at the end that we're going to talk about. (laughs) (laughs) Yep, all those things happen, <laughs> and I I rewatched this episode a decent amount. I love I this say. episode. I really do. Yeah. It is. I'm not. It was written by a friend of the show, you <laughs> <laughs> Eli Addy. I don't want to jump to the end, but I will say that I might have cried happy tears, like a little. Maybe not cried, but I tear up. I tear up almost every time. You got a little misty. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, maybe I've just had a long couple weeks, but also I feel emotional. (laughs) (laughs) No, I think it's entirely founded no matter how long your week has been. (laughs) Yes. Okay. So we'll Um, start there, but just just something for you guys, you listeners to look forward to. We'll just like me getting misty. (laughs) We won't Benjamin, we won't Benjamin button this episode and start at the ending and work our way back. Although we could, that's a thought. We could. We should do that for one. (laughs) 
Let's start at the beginning with the oranges. With the oranges, yes. Orange, you glad they did this little bit? Because I think it's very cute. And maybe it's based in reality. I think it's super cute. I don't know. But don't <laughs> don't think that if Jake Gyllenhaal's on my plane that I'm not going to use that. I might just start carrying oranges with me in case that ever happens. That is a great idea. Right? Honestly. Yeah. I, yeah. I have a new crush 100%. on Jake Gyllenhaal. So I'm going to try the orange. They they did do that on the Romney Ryan campaign in 2012. I don't know if you remember that, but it made news headlines. Oh. Because all the headlines were like, West Wing fans will appreciate this. And they had been passing them notes. Oh. Via oranges. Cute. And I did appreciate it, actually. <laughs> yeah, I, d- I was not clued into that campaign. That's a good fact. Way to go. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I thought it was super cute. And... We're, we're basically just following the the three different campaigns and whether or not they're going to go to California. So that's the big yeah. question. And currently Santos is the only one. Who, and he's trailing. He's the third in third place. Uh, and he's the only one who's yeah. in California. So in a three-man race. <laughs> yeah. But at least he's not fifth in a three-man race. There were so many, there were <laughs> yeah. so many yeah, good yeah. lines in this episode, can I just say. There were a lot of good lines, yeah. So I want to kind of jump. I don't think I'm skipping too much, but I, because we talked about, well, I mentioned in the TikTok, the driver's license bill. So that comes to light at the beginning of the episode. They're, they're trying to figure out what Santos is going to do. Uh, we also meet Bram. Bram! Before we jump ahead, but yeah. Another. He's the, the. The uh, advanced what? director. I think he does logistics for California. Um, he is another Scandal alum. Just in case we didn't yes, have he enough. Is. Yeah, he's on Scandal. A lot of, a lot of overlap there. Yeah. Uh, I like him. He brings a little bit of, well, it's just, you know, some fresh blood on here and a little bit of humor at some moments. So we get to, in, do we get to meet him? Mm-hmm. Then we meet with Eddie Garcia and find out that La Parabla, La Palabra is not going to endorse Matt Santos if he does not come out against the driver's license bill. Wah, wah. Yep. I also thought it was interesting that Santos was, like, kind of undressing in front of Eddie Garcia. Am I the only one who felt strange about that? I'm like, man, they they must be, like, real-life close friends. Yeah. Because, like, I have plenty of real-life friends who I maybe do business with, but I'm not going to, like, take my shirt off, you know? Like, yeah, that just kind of felt weird I think they are. I think that was a way... I mean, at least I understood it to be sort of a almost a nod to them them telling us that, like, hey, yeah, they are pretty good friends. We don't have time to, like, delve into mm-hmm. that, but, like, look how comfortable they are together. You know what I mean? So I, <laughs> I just assume so. Unless Santa's Santa's just, just really like, liberal. Or, yeah, maybe he's just so used to being in such a hurry <laughs> that he just will, like, you know, throw his clothes off in front of everybody. He likes to throw his clothes off with Mrs. Santos in Oregon, apparently. Yeah, just, he does. That was just cute. Just saying. Which will, which will come into play in perhaps other episodes, <laughs> which I thought was this episode. Um, yeah, I thought the entire episode was a really interesting commentary about race yeah. and all of its complexities, especially for, like, in the political sphere, how it plays. Because it's just like... Uh, Josh and Leo were discussing, you know, like Latino comes out for Latino, like tonight at 11, you know, like it's not, it's, it's, it's so complicated because he doesn't want to be 
the brown candidate, but he is the brown candidate yeah. in, I mean, in as much as somebody would give him that right. title. Right. It's so, definitely an interesting dilemma for him because we've been seeing him sort of wrestle with wanting to speak his mind, but also wanting to get elected. And I think this is a, a, an interesting an interesting wrench to throw into the storyline too because cause he, I mean, he knows he's the Latino candidate and he wants to, he wants to like own that to an extent because he's not like, not proud of it, but at the same time, mm-hmm. he doesn't want to only be known as that. It's it, it would be in this episode. It's a tough line for him to walk, and I like I like a lot of the lines that it brings about. Like when he gives when he gives Josh that speech about running in Texas, that is great. And then when he tells mm-hmm. Josh that he doesn't get to tell him he's not being Latino enough, I thought that was great. Yeah. I thought the whole thing was pretty good commentary on it. I really i I really liked how they did that. And. And think about how the fact that he's the only candidate who's having to deal with that issue. Yep. About, like, this is what my belief is, but I can't come out against it because then it it's becomes about, I don't know. It's just, it's a really complicated thing that the other two, the other two guys don't have to worry about, yeah, which exactly. is just another obstacle for him. Exactly. And... Yeah, I I mean, it handled with such like a deft hand. It was so nuanced and human, yeah. and you really got the struggle. Oh, we also forgot, neglected to mention that the campaign is running out of money. Yeah. Like, they're broke. Yeah, really broke. <laughs> a measly $800,000 is not going to cut it, so... Uh, I love I love the storyline with the signing the mortgage papers. Yeah, I did too. I really did. I thought... I, I also thought, even if they had just, I mean, because I just mentioned it too, but if they had just set this storyline up literally for the sole purpose of Matt Santos giving that speech about, you know, wanting to wanting those kids to see him run in Texas, if they had, that whole storyline mm-hmm. was just to set up for those few lines, I would have been okay with it because it was that good. Mm-hmm. I loved, really, and Helen Santos. Yeah. Just in general. Yes. I mean, she's such an she's such an anchor for him, and I feel like their energies are very similar. It makes sense why they'd be married. I do too. But I feel like they have great. But chemistry. when he first, ex- they have they have similar oh, yeah. energy, but they also like balance each other well. I don't know. They yeah, yeah, they go together very very well. That was great, great casting, great writing. I love them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I want to be them. It was definitely really, it was definitely really scary though when he said that like drop the papers without they even, they hadn't even discussed it. Yeah. Like Josh and the finance guy were just there like, hey, we're out of money and you have no backup options. And you know that's going to be a fight. You can't just like mortgage your house single-handedly without being like, hey, give me, right. you know, give me the night to talk about it with Helen. Right. Whoops. Yeah. So... Well, then, perhaps not the husband of the year award for that. Yeah, night. and then later when they're talking about it, she he's like, "Tell me not to, and I won't." And that's not fair either, because I don't know. Yeah, but then she's the one who requests the paper, so it's it's yeah, it's. Eh. So basically, Helen's an all star all around. Yeah. because her husband put her in a really precarious situation. One hundred percent. And then she's still the one who who believes in him so much. Yeah, that. Oh man, it's just heartbreaking because you we get to the point like we we spent so much time trying to get Santos to the place where he believes <laughs> like initially Santos was just running for the for the issues and to change the debate and he wasn't running to win, you remember? Right. And now it's reversed. Like Josh is. is saying 
there's no way that you're not going to get the nomination. I just thought it was kind of surprising that Josh would get to that point kind of so quickly. But I guess as soon as you introduce money into the equation, it becomes very, very real. Right. Josh is an optimist only occasionally. I feel like. But I loved I loved that um the whole conversation with Josh and Leo. Yeah. You know, it was multiple, multiple conversations, conversations with Josh yeah. and Leo. Mhm. Where it's just he said it, what did he say? It's your job to doubt and it's his job to believe. Yeah. Like it, I just thought it was interesting the, the way that it had changed over yeah, it's the course of the campaign. A role reversal now because it it is because now it does. Okay, so it was Josh's do- job to get him on board to get him in the race, but now it is sort of Josh's job to be the realist and to be the person who is like, okay, here's what here's what we're actually up against. Same with with you know when he's trying to tell him you know like taking the ethanol pledge and stuff. It's Josh coming back down to reality after having sold this <laughs> big picture to him. So. It's interesting to watch that. But I also just loved Josh and Leo's conversations in general. I love the fact that he is calling Leo so much. That was a cute little glimpse mm. into their yeah. relationship. Although, and I loved it because we didn't have Leo in the last episode, but also, why doesn't anybody from the actual West Wing take Santos seriously as a contender? Toby doesn't take him seriously. Leo is kind of patronizing about it he's like oh josh you did a great job like yeah. you josh lyman did a great job but he's not saying anything about the candidate he's like yeah you took a guy from here to there and that's great right. but like why aren't why isn't anybody like wow this guy's the real deal i just don't understand that well and after leo was the one i understand it from everybody else in the west wing because it is i mean i feel like it's really really difficult to run against a vice president. I feel like they all just kind of are resigned yeah, to the idea. Yeah, but they think he's an idiot. That's why <laughs> they they idiot. know that Bob Russell's an idiot. That's so like, true. I feel like they'd be more inclined to look for a legitimate candidate. Yeah, I just think I think it's odd, especially from Leo, because he did like sell him on this idea of like, okay, go find your dude, and it's like, go find okay, your guy, so, exactly. Yeah, go find your Bartlett, and so. What did Leo only want? So why get wouldn't Bartlett he be like, ooh? Yeah, I, it just that doesn't. Totally makes sense to me. It seems to me like, which, and of course, spoiler alert, Leo does come on board in a pretty big way. But it just, it does seem odd that Leo wouldn't immediately buy into it as well. You know? I'm just surprised nobody has yet. You know, it's just kind of like, oh, Josh, whatever you're doing out there and you're doing a good job. But yeah. I think Toby's just dug his heels in, which is weird, but I I don't know. (laughs) Is it? Is it weird? Is it weird? I don't no, know. maybe it's not. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. So then we get to let's talk about the are they the will they won't they of this episode, which is not romantic, but has to do with Donna. Is will they or won't they go to California? <laughs> I California. love this storyline. I love it. Me. I love it because Donna gets to be the star of it. And I love it because it's that sort of tiny detail politics that we talk about. Like she, he cancels this one meeting or like there's this one thing that seems off and it turns into this huge Mm -hmm. thing. You know what I mean? And so, oh, she's like Nancy Drew. Yeah, she is. She, she sleuthed it. I love any woman who's like a Nancy Drew. Yep. And Donna Moss, you, you take the cake in this one. Um, 
I yeah, I love any time uh, an episode resembles a game of chess, and I feel like yeah. that's what this one was. It's like yeah. okay, if I move here, then that's going to cause this person to move here. So I'm thinking three steps ahead, right. and they're going to be blocked in at this point. I feel like. Do you feel like? I think all presidents should be able to play a mean game of chess. I think I that should be a part of like the vetting process. As it would you play run into for office. yeah. It would play into all the right characteristics. <laughs> You know what I mean? Right. Like, yeah. Because if, if it seems like the person could only play checkers and not chess, I feel like maybe they shouldn't be president. Yeah. You know? I, yep. Yep. It's, it, yep. it's a broad it's, generalization, but I stand no, by it. I agree. <laughs> so <Anyway>. Donna. <laughs> Donna. Yeah. Anyway. Or Kerplunk. I don't know. Or Jenga. <laughs> um, Donna. I love that Donna was with Josh for so long uh josh lyman that is for so many years before asking to like move in move up in her career and now she's been on the campaign trail for a couple months and she's already wanting to talk to will about her future and her job like love it thanks i mean thanks for letting me lead but like i want to lead more and more specifically and but to her credit she immediately gets what she asked for yeah she does because she's good she's good (laughs) i was so excited about it uh i love that she's ready to talk to him ready to ask for what she wants. And then I like that she just totally runs with it on her own. I, and I sort of, I, you know, if this was a different situation, I don't hate that Hoynes dude. I kind of like, Oh gosh, why you hated him? Well, no, I don't hate him. He was kind of, I don't know. Did he really want to go out with Donna or was it just to play her? Like, I couldn't tell. No, I didn't that, really yeah, that I agree with that. I wasn't sure about that and I don't have the answer to that. But I, if if that was out of the picture and we weren't wondering about his motives, I thought that they were cute and like witty and I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I love I love witty banter in any form, really. So <laughs> it could have been like a shoebox saying that with Donna and I'd be like, oh, pro shoebox. But uh I, yeah, I do love how she figured it out. Like, he's not even packed. And so they're not going to California. And she immediately walks out on the guy without even an explanation. Yeah, without, yeah, nothing. So good. And then the press is kind of clamoring at the idea of this news story. And she's like, I'm not going to tell you how to do your job. Like, go, go right. Yeah. 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 She was, she was owning it. She was killing it. I was very, very excited about it. Still am. So, go Donna. Go Donna. So, (laughs) all of that leading up to that they find out Hoynes is not going to New York. I mean, to California. Because? Because he's the worst. (laughs) Short Um, answer. He's the worst. No, he's actually not the worst. worst. I would still rather have Hoynes than Russell. Uh, I, I mean, so granted, oh, I, I want we all want Santos, but I I feel like Coins is still smarter than Russell, and I feel like he Russell's is just smarter, a pansy. But I don't know. I don't. I can't really give past sexual assault. Somebody oh, a staffer, a I staffer's daughter. I can't remember. I couldn't remember what happened. Yeah, <laughs> I thought they like had yeah, a rela- not great. No, I I didn't know exactly what it was. I thought maybe they had like a relationship in the past or something, which is still not great. I'm not no. saying that that's a great thing, <laughs> but great. I don't know. It's it's all bad. But it leads to a great thing because yes, that happens. So they find out about that scandal, and Josh is pretty much immediately like, "Oh man, we just moved to second. and 
Then it's just all good things. And oh, wait, before we get to that, before we get to that, Santos has the what? meeting with the governor, and Santos does a little yes. politicking of his own. He I thought that does. was great. I mean, so smart to just choose to, to support the veto of the bill, of the uh-huh. driver's license bill, but without words, so he doesn't right. become the story, but also just a very present show of support, just knowing yeah. how important the optics are. Yeah, brilliant exactly. Matt Santos. It was yeah. brilliant. It was brilliant. And then the governor at the end of the little press conference was like, oh, you know, we should be talking about the 6.8 million people without yeah. insurance. You that should was ask like- Santos about that. That was great. It was so great. That was like the cherry on top. Like, you could have like- just ended with, like, having that play out and Santos standing there. But then when he's like, oh, talk to my friend Matt, you're like, oh, okay, this is full house. Perfect. <laughs> it was so great. That was like a cheering kind of moment where it was like, yay, things are – especially because – Especially because the beginning of the episode, we're out of money, we're in third place. Josh has given up. Everything's this was an emotional roller coaster. Like things are not mm-hmm. going well. So then to have that little bit of yeah. a wind, and then, and then that rolls into them winning California, winning California, winning what? game changer, game changer. Oh. I that was when I like when when. Rana hands Josh the piece of paper with the numbers and the music starts to swell. (laughs) (laughs) And then he walks and gets the congressman and Miss Santos and it is just the best. The best. Yeah. Well, I just love the thing about like so much happens in one episode. Like, okay, what's an interesting episode? Your campaign is broke. You're in third place. And you're going to raise the stakes by saying, all right, we have no money. We're going to mortgage our own house, which sidebar. I love that their worst case scenario is that he has to go to Congress for two years and completely pay off whatever debt. Like, oh, poor Matt Santos having to go to Congress and make, you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars. But that aside. She does get he's running for president, right? Like. He could be in office <laughs> in a much higher profile. I don't know. That always has been weird to me. Anyway. Yeah. But then we actually end up winning California. So it's a very, it's a high swings, high stakes episode. And that, and very human. So, yeah. I mean, that's a recipe for success right there. Maybe that's what makes it so great at the end when they do in California. That it's been such a roller coaster. Like, we've been so down. And so, like, mm-hmm. oh, everything's over. And then it's like, no way we were in California. Ah! <laughs> Very exciting. Oh, it's, oh. it's definitely exciting. I mean, signing all of those hernia trusses were was definitely worth all of his uh, time. That was the weirdest thing. When, he, when somebody weird. asked him to sign his hernia address. I did that. like But I do love that, the thanks for the support. Yeah. <laughs> thanks for the support. I liked seeing all that. You know, every time he's in the hallway, he has to meet and greet her. He has to remember mm-hmm. this was so-and-so that you sat with at the Giants game and his son is this and da-da-da-da. So that was fun. I think all around it was a very fast-paced, very really politics-oriented episode. And I liked that a lot. Mm-hmm. And like a real... I mean, I have no idea if it's a real glimpse into it, but like it was it was just so centered on the politics of everything that I really enjoyed that. I felt yeah. very West Wing-ish. It, yeah. <laughs> Which is what we're watching. <laughs> and I, I like seeing them stump 
on TV as well. Just the fact that they have to say these sound bites and they have to pivot to their message over and over and over. I mean, like, you have to really, really want it and just be so on your game. I can't imagine what that's like. I I wish there was like an experience ride where you could experience what it would be like to, (laughs) to run for office. And granted, his answers are scripted, but he does it so well. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. He knows knows how to pivot. Like, yeah, he can pivot like a show choir champion. Yep. Yep. He he wants to talk about that healthcare bill. Oh yeah, he does. Oh, I loved the part where they talked about uh, how people were upset that the healthcare bill doesn't cover acoustic guitar playing. They made like a (laughs) hipster joke, and I thought it was funny. That was funny. Uh, there, oh. there were a lot of good lines. In yeah. This Thing about oh, I never, I never said I had a single issue appendix. That was great. <laughs> yeah, that was great. Um, I also I wanted to touch on not funny lines, but I wanted to touch again on the the little mini monologue that Santos gives Josh about about the kids in his neighborhood. You know, when I got out of the Marines, I hadn't been around in my own neighborhood in Houston in a few years. I had just gotten this job offer from Pentagon. And it required a full FBI background check. After a few weeks, the investigators, they came up to me and they said, we can't give you the job. We've interviewed all your old friends and neighbors. And they can't confirm anything, not even your name. So I hop a plane, go back to the old block. I see my neighbors, 11 and 13-year-old kids. They're, they're sitting on the stoop, same as always. And they see me come, they start running towards me and then they're shouting, Theo Matt, Theo Matt, Uncle Matt. Theo Matt, the feds, they were here looking for you. We told them we never heard of you. 11 and 13. You're not the only one who can read bad polls, Josh. I am running for president in that Texas primary. And those kids are going to see me do that. And that's the only statement about my skin color I intend to make in this campaign. And that was just Mm -hmm. the best. It was so great. It's so personable and it speaks to a lot of different issues you know like why why the kids wouldn't want to identify him to the feds and why matt also in his conversation with the governor where he says you know they don't need to hear this from someone who looks like me they need to hear it from someone who looks like you i mean just just the way that they kind of shed light on different race issues yeah in in not a heavy-handed way but it's just yeah i loved every every bit of it so i agree well uh mvp i think that donna's my mvp i think i agree donna moss one thing one tiny thing this is this always bugs me this i mean donna's still my mvp but in movies it drives me crazy when people throw water on people to wake them up when like they haven't even touched them. Like, she does not even, Why? like, shake his shoulder. It makes such a mess. I hate it so much. <laughs> I mean, it's good in that it's dramatic. But, yeah, when do you... That's If you can think of ways to wake somebody up, that has to be the worst, most annoying way to do it. I have Why never would you ever known do that? anybody to do that in real life. Although, if you were given the chance to wake up Josh Molina by pouring water on his head, like, wouldn't you do it? Yes. <laughs> so, you know, case yeah. in point. Right. I think enough. it's just a matter of context. Um, 
I, there's probably something that we missed, uh, but I feel like that's a, a fairly good recap of it. Yeah, La Palabra. <laughs> Do we remember? Yeah, two, uh, four thumbs up. Uh, what episode is next? Do you remember? Um, ninety miles away. Oh, really? Okay. Yep. This that one's gonna be interesting because I'm not sure I even watched that yeah. whole episode. It's it's kind of like a long good. What? I feel like it's kind of like a long goodbye for me. It's the Leo episode, right? Where he's mm. like in, he's somewhere tropical. Oh, is it? Yeah. Wait, maybe I was thinking of a different episode. Yeah, I think it is. In Cuba. Yeah, he's in Cuba. I think I kind of skimmed yeah. this one, but. Oh well. Yeah. We'll talk about okay, it. Okay, yeah, later. you're right. Never mind. I was thinking of something else because uh, it's a top secret. Um, but we're only a few episodes away from the end of the season, which is one of my favorites. So can't think about it. Can't think about it. Okay. Getting excited. Well, if you guys have thoughts or feelings about this episode or anything else that's West Wing West Wing related, you can email us at the West Wing Podcast at gmail.com or you can send us a message on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter at Winging It Pod. And if you want to, you can support us on Patreon. It's P-A-T-R-E-O-N uh, dot com slash winging it pod. And yeah, we'll be with you guys next week for 90 miles away. 90 miles away. Yep. All right. Take good Bye, care, guys. guys. Bye.